Merry Christmas, everyone, and happy Feast of the Holy Family. I really enjoy watching a scrappy player, whether that's on basketball court, baseball diamond, hockey rink. Oftentimes, a scrappy player, they're undersized compared to their opponent. Oftentimes, they have a lot less talent than their opponent, but regardless, they find a way. They figure it out. They always seem to come up with the loose ball. Shot goes up, they get the rebound. Even if they're on the other side of the court, you end up saying like, how the heck did they get the ball again? How is it that that person always finds the loose puck? How do they always get from first to third? They're scrappy. We all know that small businesses have had a tough go of it here with the COVID restrictions and lockdowns and many have chosen to get scrappy in order to survive. One example, of course, are restaurants, and we see tents that go up in order to stay open. A buddy of mine in Wheaton said that there's the main strip in downtown Wheaton with tons of restaurants and ice cream shops and everything on this main strip. What they ended up doing, these businesses, they pulled together and they got one big tent that enclosed the entire street. So to stay open, that's getting scrappy in order to survive. To be a holy family today requires scrappiness. It's not difficult to demonstrate that most of our modern problems today in our world center around the breakdown of marriage and family. John Paul II never tired during his pontificate to say and remind us that the future of humanity depends on the two institutions of marriage and family, and that these two institutions need to be strengthened and supported and not undermined by society. That's exactly what's happening. They are being undermined. They're not being, not being supported and strengthened. They're being undermined, let alone helping to facilitate, help promote holy families. And just to be sure, when I say holy families, that isn't to say a perfect family, that isn't to say a family without messiness, trials, heartache, drama, that doesn't exist. But God does desire holy families, striving for virtue. Holy families today are scrappy. They need to be. In the face of our culture, they need to figure out a way, find a way, not only to survive, but to thrive in our culture. So what I want to do is I just want to focus on one way that comes out from our, from our gospel today, where holy families need to be scrappy. And then I want to look at the result of, if we do this, what's the result of, of this gleaned from our first and second reading? So first, families have to be scrappy in normalizing the faith especially in the home. In the gospel today, towards the end, Luke gives this little postscript right at the end of the gospel, just two verses, 39 and 40. It says, when they had fulfilled all the prescriptions of the law, they returned to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom and the favor of God was upon him. The next verse, verse 41, we don't hear, 
right now, but it's the next verse that we left off, said that every year Mary and Joseph with Jesus traveled to Jerusalem for the Passover. And then the next verses give this account when Jesus was 12 years old of him getting lost in the temple. Of course, we know that story. Other than that, we know nothing of Jesus's life from 40 days old to 30, 30 years old. The most followed man in the history of the world, we know nothing about during those years. Except for this one little episode when he was 12 years old, which was filled with tons of drama and crazy stuff. But we do know is that he spent this time from 40 days old to 30 years old at home in Nazareth, where the faith was normalized. Not only was the faith normalized at home, the faith was also normalized in the surrounding area, town, village of Nazareth. That is not the case today at all. Faith and Catholicism is becoming less and less normal. And our culture today, it's, it's more and more godless. And what we're seeing beginning to see is the faith as it becomes not normal out in the culture, it's also becoming not normal in the home. And the faith is beginning not to get passed on from generation to generation. The faith being seen as normal is key to obtaining a holy family, flourishing individual and a flourishing society. There's a Notre Dame study a number of years ago. This Notre Dame study did a, a multi-decade, um, multi-decade study. And what it investigated was what was the key indicators of all these kids who grew up practicing the faith at home. And then later on, what was the key indicator that if they continue to practice their faith? And if they continue to practice their faith, what was the reason? And what they found was that those that continued to practice their faith when they were older, it wasn't because they had a family member that worked for the church. It wasn't even because they went to mass every Sunday growing up. The key indicator above all the others is that there was normal faith conversations at home. There were faith conversations at home. Well, what does that look like? Just to keep it simple here. Of, of praying, praying before meals. We talk a lot, there's a lot of talk in the church, well, how, like how do you evangelize adults, those that have fallen away from the church? How to evangelize little kids, it's really easy. Of tucking them in at night and saying, God loves you so much, he sent his son to die for you on the cross so that you could be with him forever and ever in heaven. Hearing mom or dad say that, there's no substitute for it. No one else can do that. They can hear it from school. They can hear it from RE. But it's not the same from hearing it from mom and dad. Little things, my, my brother, 8 o'clock at night with his kids, Ethan, Isabel, and Jude, goes around. They read at 8 o'clock a little, little Bible passage, a little story, maybe two minutes. And then he goes around. He says what he got out of it. And he says, Ethan, what did you get out of it? Isabel, what did you get out of it? Jude, what did you get out of it? And oftentimes when he gets to Jude, Jude just says, I got to go poop. Is it pretty all the time? No. 
but it normalizes the faith. It's no, it, it normalizes it. It's not just the faith on Sunday. Having crucifixes at home, religious art, having a little prayer spot in home, in living room, in one of the rooms, it normalizes the faith. It's got to get normal in the faith because it's not normal out there. One other important thing with regards to normalizing the, the faith in the home is to come to church every week. We go, Father Mark, we're, we're pretty good on that. Like we come, maybe there's one week a month. We miss maybe once in a while. Don't underestimate the message that it gives to a little one when even missing mass on a Sunday once in a while. It, it gives the message that other things once in a while becomes more important than God. And we hear that in the gospel today, like clockwork, Mary, Joseph, and Jesus every year traveled to Jerusalem for Passover, even in years, I'm sure they didn't want to, even in years when it was inconvenient, other things more important, they made the trip. They were obedient to God. And this normalizing the faith, I think it's important too, just in this in the context of Mass on Sunday with COVID-19, with the COVID and the dispensation of the church and just this weird time that we're in right now. Make sure, parents, grandparents, that you're communicating just the weird time that this is. And maybe also those that are staying away from, from Mass these times with the dispensation and for health concerns, make sure you're just checking to see if there's other things that we're doing that are comparable to spending an hour inside a place that we are doing but not coming to Mass. Because that gives off a message that we're doing other things but we're not coming to Mass. Normalizing the faith, the importance of normalizing the faith is not just for parents, but also for teens, college students, young professionals, young adults. If you want to have a holy family when you get older, when you get married, then begin right now. Begin right now in normalizing the faith in your life. Because a holy family is composed of holy individuals. And to say holy individuals is not to say perfect, but it is to say someone who's working on and conforming their life more to Christ. And you can work on that now in junior high. You can work on that now in high school and college as a young adult. Swimming upstream in the midst of everything of which most, most of your friends are not with. It will save you a great deal of bringing baggage into your marriage or into your vocation. You will bring in baggage into your, into your marriage. I brought it into the priesthood. Everyone brings it in, but it will save you a great deal. Now, if we do this, if we get scrappy in these areas, in normalizing the faith, finding, out a, way, finding a way to be holy families, then something's going to happen. You're going to be seen as weird. 
I don't mean weird in the sense of like being awkward. It's important for that not to be the case. So like brush your teeth and comb your hair and look presentable and be normal, right? That's really important for like making Christianity attractive and evangelizing. But be okay with being different. That's what holy means, different, set apart. The focus of our first reading and our second reading is on Abraham, the challenges that he had with being faithful. Imagine the time that Abraham had as he's telling his friends, yeah, God's promised me that I'm going to be a father of many descendants, and he gets to 70 years old, 75 years old, 80 years old, and still nothing. He had to be seen as a crazy old man by his friends. So parents, it's probably a good thing if the neighbors once in a while say, you won't let your kids do that? Or be comfortable with hearing, yeah, those are the Smiths over there. Like, they won't let their kids have a phone until they're however old. That's scrappy. Junior hires, college students, high schoolers, young adults. This is a little bit harder for you. The last thing in the world we want is to be seen as different or weird in the midst of our friends. I get that. That's hard. But know this. That God will not abandon you, even if your friends do. God will not abandon you. He will bless you if you're faithful to him. Some of us may may be here saying, man, like, I know I have not been scrappy enough. I know that we have not been scrappy enough. I know I've, I've gone along with the world in, all, in this area, that area. Start over. Start over. Parents, start normalizing the faith in the home. To ask ourselves, where have we not been scrappy recently? Where have we gone along with... The, with the flow, you know, of just giving up in this area or that area because that's a lot easier than continuing to struggle and have the conversation and put up and fight and do all these things. Get scrappy. Couples, ask yourself, where have we not been scrappy in our marriage? Where have we not been scrappy with getting quality one-on-one time with one another to deepen our friendship because we know a solid family requires a solid marriage. Junior hires, high schoolers, college students, young adults, to ask ourselves, where have I caved on my morals? Where have I caved on my faith? Things that I... That I that I know that I've gone along with the rest of pretty much everybody around me. Where have I caved? And then start over. Start over. I think it's important to say here, finally, that some of us, some of us can't start over. Some of us are here and our kids are already grown up. Maybe they're 30, 40 years old. 
Is it true we can always look back and say, man, I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have said this. I could have done a better job here. That is always the case. It's the case for me. I've been a priest four years. I look back the last three and a half years and say, I know I could have done this better. I should have said this. I should have done that. To take comfort, as Paul says, where sin abound, grace abounds all the more. Meaning where shortcomings, where human weaknesses and, and failings happen, there's God. To trust him, to hand it over to him, he's got it. So let's go. Let's leave here today and get scrappy. To figure it out, to find a way to thrive in becoming holy families.